to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of. Those ratings and reviews help get the show organically into more ears and more souls across the world. So if you've already done that, thank you so much. So last week on the podcast, I discussed some of my personal experiences of bumping up into and actually over-identifying with the armored Amazon archetype that Linda Leonard describes in her book, The Wounded Woman. And today I want to talk about the other primary archetype that she describes, which is the Puella, the eternal girl, and I have also um, over-identified with this archetype as well, and that's how the book is set up, which I, I love, is that we're never stuck in one pattern throughout our lives. Typically what happens is it's a pendulum swing between the armored Amazon, the Puella, and different patterns with nested within each of those primary archetypes. I wanted to read you guys a section from the Puella um, and then share a little bit about how that has shown up in my life. And she says on page 54, common to all of these Puella patterns is a clinging to either absolutized innocence or absolutized guilt which are two sides of the same coin and which foster dependence on another for affirming or condemning. Hence, there is an avoidance of responsibility for one's own existence, a lack of decision-making and discrimination, leaving these activities up to the other. There's also a poor relationship to limit and to boundary, either in refusing to accept limits or in limitlessly accepting limits. Both of these tendencies absolutize possibility and and ignore necessity insofar as the relationship to limit and boundary is distorted. The Puella lives out her life in the possible and avoiding the actuality of commitment and everydayness. So last time I read you guys some of the subsections of the the Armored Amazon archetype and so I want to do the same thing with the Puella. And the first one is the darling doll archetype. So this is the woman who becomes the image of the person who her lover expects her to be, adapting herself to the fantasies of the feminine. Outwardly, she may appear secure and successful, like a powerful princess, and she may be the envy of many women's secret wish, but inwardly her identity is fragile and insecure, for she is continually posing for others, and she does not know who she really is. Been there, for sure. The second one is the girl of glass. So this is often when we find ourselves too shy and fragile and find ourselves out of life, living in the world of fantasy. 
So this is often when we find ourselves projecting fantasies onto the external world or onto people in the inability to be in reality because there's a fragility to the personality. The third one is the high flyer and this is the woman who lives solely by impulse, free to the wind and exuberant. She seems to be spontaneous and free, leading a wild and exciting life, going on the whim of the moment, but she is soaring away from the everyday. She's typically disconnected from her body. She has a poor relationship to boundaries, to limits, to practical order, and to the realm of the body and the here and now. And then finally, she describes the misfit. This is the woman who, because of the shame of her father, is rejected by or rebels against society. This woman may be identified with her father or remain attached to him so that when society rejects him, she rejects society. Or it may be that initially she rejected her father, but then there emerges the shadow side from the unconscious that she lives out the pattern anyway. Sometimes we find in this pattern really, really low self-esteem and low self-respect and a need to be adored as a compensation for kind of all the things that that rebellion is, is built upon. And it's interesting for me because I think for sure the Darling Doll one fits in my Puella pattern as well as the high flyer actually because I've done a lot of things that I've just grabbed onto opportunities and flown out of the here and now but there is a deep practical side to me and there always has been but that darling doll archetype um, really hits home because I, I had someone comment to me which was a quite painful reflection on my end that I was becoming a chameleon to every single person that I was dating. I was becoming the woman that they wanted me to be as opposed to the woman that I am and embodying the essence of who I am. And again, hearing that was hearing that was quite painful because it was really what that was was me confronting all of the ways in which I had abandon myself so that an outer man could hold the projection or the potential of who I could be and I felt so scared of moving towards that that it was so much easier for someone in the outer world to hold that and become who they wanted me to be rather than who I wanted to be. It started with my father and trying to shapeshift into the person that would make him proud and eventually as I grew up and out of my home attracting men in my life that I would I would become who they wanted me to be and it's very interesting to see how these different energetic these archetypal expressions manifest in life and as I mentioned it's not necessarily that we have just one of these we have a combination of these that always move through us it's just It's not that our complexes or these archetypes go away, it's that we have an awareness of them and they don't flood our ego consciousness and we don't over-identify with them. 
it was so helpful for me to see that these different relationship patterns that I was in swinging from a more eternal girl archetype in one relationship but then an armored amazon in another and then how those different manifestations were bleeding into each other and it it gets so chaotic when you're riding that pendulum of who you are these archetypal expressions are not human there's something numinous about them and there's something so essential to the essence of our soul and who we are in this world and these archetypal patterns whether positive or negative help us come into relationship to that essence of who we are and so if you have struggled with these or grappled with these or over identified with these good because that means that you're closer to the essence of who you are hopefully but if you're not that's why i'm doing this workshop series that's why i'm doing this book club to go over these different patterns because i just feel like as i've mentioned before i I recommend this book to almost every single woman that i work with because they are just so prominent and there's so much masculine wounding in the essence of the women that I work with and so if you are looking for a community to meet a few few times a month and go over conversations like these you can head to the link in the show notes to find more information about the workshop series and the book club we start march 14th so really really soon and I hope to see you in there if you're looking to explore how these archetypal expressions manifest themselves in every day. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a good week and we will chat on Thursday.